Today's episode is brought to you by the riveting new Showtime docuseries, Someone Died in Miss Krasinski's Geography Class. All seems fine in Miss Krasinski's 11th grade geography class, until student Walter Rollins is found dead in a creek in the south side of town. Who committed this hideous act? What landform region is known as Canada's breadbasket? Tune in October 21st to find out the answers to these questions and more, only on Showtime. Alright, let's turn it up! Hello, Freebirds, and welcome back to Skinnerd Reconsidered, the show where I review every single Leonard Skinnerd song. I'm your host, The Simple Man. I should probably point out right now that I've decided to not share my name with you. I think it's better that I'm just known as The Simple Man. That's who I am. That's what I've always been called. And there's probably a bunch of weirdos out there. You don't need to know who I am. So if you listen to the first few episodes and you hear my name uh, bleeped out, now you know why. But enough about that, we will not speak of this again. I want to point out something interesting I noticed as I was admiring the Skinner Reconsidered catalog that has been produced thus far. In case you're on the fence still, as I am, about how brilliant Skinner may or may not be, check this out. Song 1 by Leonard Skinner was called I Ain't the One. Song 1, I Ain't the One. Song 2, Tuesday's Gone. Song three, give me three steps. Coincidence? Brilliance of an underrated band? You be the judge. The song for the day is called Things Going On. This is a song I know and that I like, and I think it's a perfect time to highlight the piano player whose name is Billy Powell. There's a lot of talk about Skinner and the three guitars, which now that I think about it, I really haven't talked about enough, but they've got the three guitar attack, so I'm going to make a note to discuss that more. But that's kind of the signature sound of the band is the three guitars. But this first record, it's also a piano record. There's tons of great keys on this thing, and it's all courtesy of Billy Powell, so let's highlight him today. First thing I want to point out about Billy Powell is his hair. Uh, It's not good, people. You're probably on your phone, and you know how to look up Billy Powell's hair. So do that. Look up Billy Powell, click on images, and check out his hair. It's this weird, long, curly style that didn't work in any generation. Not sure what he was thinking. If I had to rate Billy Powell's hair on a scale of one to five Skinners, I would give Billy Powell's hair 0.4 Skinners. And he only earned four tenths of a point for the comedic value. So let's highlight Billy Powell. The story of Billy Powell is the story of Roadie to Rockstar. He began working as a roadie for the band in 1970. And then in 1972, Leonard Skinner was playing a prom, paying those dues, like you do. And during a break, Billy Powell played a piano version of Freebird. Now let's stop right there and think about that. They're playing a high school prom, and they already had Freebird in their back pocket. Wow. But the band heard it, they realized how great he was, and asked him to join the band, and the rest is history, Freebirds. Billy Powell was classically trained, so he added a new dimension to the band. Al Cooper, the producer, talks about how they broke in Billy Powell. 
Because due to his classical music training, he had a great rich sound, but he tended to play way too much with his left hand, drowning out the guitars. And Al Cooper got so frustrated trying to break him of this habit that he took to tying Billy Powell's left hand to the piano bench during takes. That's how you get the job done, whatever it takes, but I probably would have also tied that hair into a bow, chopped it off, done something with that awful, awful hair. Billy Powell had a great career with Skinner, the original lineup, and then in 1987, he rejoined the band for a tribute tour, and he remained with the band until his death. Another interesting tidbit about B. Powell was that in 2007, two years before he died, he played the piano on Kid Rock's summer anthem all summer long. I always thought that was a sample, but apparently it was actually Billy Powell from Leonard Skinner playing the piano on all summer long. And you guys know Kid Rock. For this particular song, Kid Rock sampled two great songs to make one piece of garbage song. He sampled Werewolves of London and Sweet Home Alabama. And then he sang about how much fun it is in the summer. That song by Kid Rock, All Summer Long, officially has eight songwriters. So you've got the three from Werewolves of London, Warren Zevon and a couple others. You've got the three from Sweet Home Alabama, which I will dissect next season, the very top. And then you've got Robert Ritchie. That's Kid Rock's real name, supposedly, but Robert Ritchie also sounds like a completely made-up name to me, so I am a little bit suspicious. So that's seven, right? Now, the eighth songwriter is Matthew Schaefer, who you might know as Uncle Cracker, but hopefully you don't. Kid Rock takes from Prime Skinnerd and Warren Zevon, but still can't quite finish off this song about having fun in the summer. So, enter Uncle Cracker. By the way, is Uncle Cracker actually Kid Rock's uncle? I've always wondered that, because that's the only possible way that Kid Rock's devotion to Uncle Cracker makes any sense whatsoever. So, Robbie Ritchie and Maddie Schaefer get together, and they write the following lyrics. And we were trying different things. We were smoking funny things. You rhyme things with things. Making love out by the lake to our favorite song. Sipping whiskey out the bottle. Not thinking about tomorrow. Singing Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. And then there was probably something about kid rocking around or lying about growing up in a trailer park. Sorry if I ruined that for you guys, but it's a lie. And look, I apologize for the digression. But honestly, I think it's on topic because Kid Rock, he's one of these modern-day Leonard Skinner fans that hangs out with the new version of the band and is ruining the legacy of the band. So I think he is relevant to this discussion. And one last thing, Kid Rock... I understand that you're opening a bar or a steakhouse or something in the downtown area of my beloved hometown of Nashville, Tennessee. This town is already overrun with restaurants and bars from your Luke Aldeans and your Jason Shelton's and your Florida Georgia Lines. Not to mention your pedal taverns, your bachelorette parties. It's an absolute nightmare in downtown Nashville right now. So, Mr. Rock, please, if you're listening... If you care at all about the history of country music and the town where it all happened, I beg you, please do not open your stupid steak bar in Nashville. But I'm sure you're not going to listen to this, but the one bright side is I have heard that Uncle Cracker will be waiting tables at the new Kid Rock 
steakhouse, bar, restaurant. So that is something to look forward to. But enough about Kid Rock. Let's get back to Leonard Skinner. We'll forgive Billy Powell for that one Kid Rock size transgression because he gave us a lot of great music. And this is Exhibit A. Like every other song on this first album by Skinner, there's a great guitar intro. The lyrics are pretty interesting. This is kind of a protest song against the government, speaking up for the working band. And then you got a lot of great piano from my man Billy Powell. So let's get into it. By Leonard Skinner, this song is called Things Going On. Freebirds, this is what the original Leonard Skinner was all about. They were a true band for the working man. These guys grew up, I don't know if they were all in poverty, but they were in lower class families, and that's what we're hearing about in this song today. Well, if you don't know what I mean, won't you stand up and scream, cause there's things going on that you don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, did I just get transported to an old-timey saloon? Yes, I did, and I love it. Hit it, Billy. Okay, I know you guys are smart out there. I don't have to spell everything out for you, but in case you missed it, he's saying too many lives they spent across the ocean. This was during the time of the Vietnam War, so he's protesting against that. The next line is, too much money spent upon the moon. I can't completely get behind that because my granddad worked for NASA. I actually can't remember what he did for NASA, which is shameful. Pretty sure he wasn't an astronaut. I feel like I would remember that. Till they make it right I hope they never sleep at night They better make some changes And do it soon Do it now Do it good Do it good I, I like that part I like where Ronnie Van Zandt Is bossing around Billy Powell on the keys Ronnie Van Zandt was a real taskmaster He was kind of the southern rock James Brown Where he was very hard on the band he demanded perfection, didn't care for errors, and pushed them pretty hard, and he got results. But so when I listen to that, I like to imagine Ronnie Van Zant towering at five feet tall over Billy Powell sitting on his piano bench, yelling at him, telling him, do it good, 
do it right, do it now, don't mess up. They probably had to edit out a lot of Ronnie Van Zant's comments. And poor Billy Powell is just hunkered over the piano, sweat dripping off his horrible hair, trying to please the master Ronnie. like what I'm hearing so far. Of course, you're going to get a great solo in the middle of this song. Am I the only one, though, that kind of wishes there was a jug on this song? You know, playing along with the bass there. Let's let's imagine what that would be like. Blowing into that jug. Ronnie doesn't think they really care. He's talking about these fat cats up in D.C., these rich politicians, rich CEOs who are ruling everything and not caring about the people who live down in the ghetto. This song was written 45 years ago. Thank God we don't have to worry about that anymore. All right, let's get back to Billy Powell on the Rockin' 88s. All right, he's just going to repeat the first verse. Not that it's bad, but we have heard it, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Well, if you don't know what I mean, won't you stand up and scream? Because there's a thing's going on you don't know. Tell it. Tell it, tell it. Tell it, tell it. That was Leonard Skinner with Things Going On. And there are things going on, Freebirds. We've got a lot going on on this podcast. We're having a blast. Thanks for joining me. 
I feel like that was yet another great song by Leonard Skinner on this first album. This album's a little bit like Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses, where this rock band comes out of nowhere, they're authentic, they're true to their roots, and it blows everybody away. So I like this song a lot. I don't think there was a chorus or a bridge. Skinner said, no chorus, no bridge, no problem. I'm going to rate this song in a moment, but first, our sponsor today is the new Showtime docuseries, Someone Died in Miss Krasinski's Geography Class. When classmate Walter Rollins is found murdered in a Southside Creek, the students of Miss Krasinski's 11th grade geography class are alarmed and afraid. With multiple suspects, police must determine who committed this senseless murder. Luckily, the murder covered the crime scene in his DNA, photographed the act on his iPhone, and fell asleep next to the dead body until police arrived. Local police solved the mystery in surprisingly quick fashion, leaving documakers several episodes to examine the intricacies of Miss Krasinski's 11th grade geography class. Learn the difference between rivers and deltas, the two bodies of water that are connected by the Bosporus, and which river has the largest drainage system of any river in the United States. Tune in October 21st for the premiere episode following Wide-Eyed Expressions, the new comedy starring Adam Devine. All right, Freebirds, let's get into the rating from your simple man. On a scale of one to five Skinners, this one is going to earn from me 4.1 Skinners. Once again, we find ourselves in the four and up range. That's four out of the five songs that have landed there because I'm loving this album. I'm loving Skinnerd. But I do want to know what you think. Please write us at skinnerdreconsidered at gmail.com. And guess what? We are now on Facebook. You're probably thinking, oh, Clarence has really stepped it up. Actually, no, Clarence didn't do that, so I had to do it myself. But his mom is still dead, so we're going to let that slide. Um, and I'm going to be honest, The Simple Man has never been on Facebook or any kind of social media. I honestly don't know how any of this works, but I believe if you get on some kind of search engine on Facebook and you type in Skinner Reconsidered, you'll probably be able to find this, and then you can request my friendship. Or somehow we debate whether or not we should be friends. It all sounds pretty weird, but I would love to connect with you guys in yet another way. So please try to figure out Facebook. Try to figure out Skinner Reconsidered on Facebook, and we'll be friends. I feel like we're friends already, but just officially internet friends, and we can keep in touch that way. That's it for today, but join us for the next episode. This is exciting. Next episode is the first song by Leonard Skinner so far that I do not believe I've ever heard in my life. So we're going to hear it together for the first time. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't, but you're going to hear my first reaction to this song. The song is called... What is the song called? Clarence, do you know the name of the song? Nope, of course not. Let me look. Mississippi Kid is the name of the song that we're going to review next time. I'm going to listen to it for the first time. It's going to be exciting. So please join us then, and until next time... I must be traveling on. Tell it, tell it, tell it.